Welcome to the teaching ministry of pastors Carl and Cheryl Thomas. Our favorite verse is Habakkuk 2.14. For the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Consumed by that revelation, we are committed to recognizing, resourcing, and releasing high-impact ministries resulting in global glory, transforming lives to impact their world. We have a teaching that will impact you today. Now, let's get right into that word. Praise the Lord. Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. Bless you guys. It's so good to see so many in the house today. I know we got some even in the overflow room, and we got to do things uh, safely. And uh, this uh, whole 2020, it's been different, hasn't it? Really different. I was in the grocery store, and I had a uh, a snowman come beside me in the produce section, and uh, I saw him sorting through the carrots. And uh, you know what I saw? He was picking his nose. <laughs> True story. <laughs> How many didn't get that at all? All right. Hey, different. I mean, 2020, very different. A little cartoon that I, I saw that I thought was really interesting. It's uh, Sanitize Santa. Sanitize Santa, he's, in a, he's wrapped in a glass bubble, and he says, text me your list. Text me your list. How many think this has been a different year? Different year all the way around. How many are looking forward to 2020 being in the rearview mirror? Praise Jesus. Christmas 2020, we need to embrace this lesson from the first Christmas. In this Christmas, we need to embrace this lesson from the first Christmas. Listen, God's plan is breaking through. I got a couple of hallelujahs. What is the lesson? What's the lesson from the first Christmas that we need to embrace this Christmas? God's plan is breaking through. It really is. You know, sometimes we, we look at uh, Christmas, it's, we're kind of so familiar with it, and, and sometimes we've even turned it into like a, a nice, beautiful story. Love that song, Silent Night, don't you? Wasn't that wonderful? And the worship team doing such a great job. But what rubbish. Not, not their singing. You guys did a good job. But what rubbish. Silent night. I mean, come on. I mean, they're traveling because they got to pay their taxes. The Romans want them all to register. It's miserable. And I mean, all these people got to head back home. You can't register where you are. You got to go back to where you were born and you got to register there. And I don't know about you, but if family's coming back, you're having family reunions. I know my place, if I had the whole family together, it wouldn't be silent night. It'd be one big mess. And knowing some of my brothers, if it was all about taxation, they would be livid. So I don't know that it would be much of a silent night. But it was really a, a disturbing time for these people. They're under Roman occupation, and it, it wasn't really pleasant. The first Christmas, there were a lot of things in their world that were difficult and were very, very unpleasant. But you know what? God's plan is breaking through just when it seems like your plans are breaking down. Just what it seems like, you know, I mean, we were having Christmas at our place, Christmas Eve, looking forward to having everybody over, and the, the grandkitties roasting marshmallows in the fire, having some fun, and, and then my daughter calls and says, we can't go to London, I, I'm a teacher, if I go to London, oh my goodness, so you're all going to have to come to St. Thomas. I don't even know if we're allowed to go to St. Thomas. I don't know, but I don't like it when my plans start breaking down. You know what? In the first Christmas, there was a lot of plans that were breaking down. Mary was planning a wedding, and I mean, this story is unbelievable. 
I mean, Mary is planning a wedding, and then suddenly an angel shows up and says, you know, don't be afraid, Mary. You're blessed. You're favorite of women. You're going to become pregnant by the Holy Spirit. Woo! A teenager. God himself is going to overshadow you, and you're going to be impregnated by the Almighty. I'm actually in the middle of planning my wedding. How many? I've, I've seen some wedding plans these days, and it's pretty ridiculous what people go through. But Mary's plans got totally shattered. And what's amazing is with this teenage gal at an announcement like that, that is so incredible, she said, let it be unto me according to your word. You know, sometimes when it seems like your plans just got blown up, I mean, and you know what, when you embrace all that that meant, I mean, imagine Mary explaining to her father, explaining to her fiance, explaining to everybody around her that uh, this bump in the middle here, it's the Holy Ghost. Like, think about that. You, you think about you going home and telling your dad that. How's that going to go? Well, it was different then. It was in biblical times. It wasn't different then. It was more ridiculous then. I mean, in their culture, when you were betrothed to be married, you had to literally sit on your front steps for inspection so that people could see that, you know, you were a pure virgin. How'd that go down for Mary? Not so good. But you know what? She embraced that. She embraced it. In the middle of my plans breaking down, you know what? God's plan is breaking through. Thank you. I got a couple of pitter-patters there. Joseph. Now here's Joseph. I mean, your fiance comes and says, hey, I need to tell you, an angel visited me, and you're going to see a different changes in my body and things, but don't worry about it. I'm going to be pregnant by God himself, and I'm going to bring forth his son. So Joseph, it says, then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, being, being a good guy, and not wanting to make a public example of her, was in mind to put her away quietly, to say, I'm going to break up. Because Joseph's plan was breaking down. Joseph's plan was breaking down. But you know, Joseph said, I'm going to put her away quietly, not make a big mess. Because he could have. He could have made a big, big fuss right there. But he thought, I'll put her away quietly. But then he has a dream. And a, an angel visits him. And he says, what your fiance says is true. And you need to embrace this. But you know, when God's plans are breaking through, sometimes it's when your plans are breaking down. Right now, I don't know about you, but a lot of plans breaking down, a lot of unknowns, a lot of what's happening next, we don't know. I just hate that the goalposts keep moving. You're trying to plan for 2021, and we just it's hard to plan when the rules keep changing all the time. How many are totally annoyed by all of that? Is anybody as frustrated as I am? But I'll tell you, when my plans are breaking down, that's the time when God's plans are breaking through. Yeah, yeah. Joseph, here's another bad plan. Joseph forgot the book with Expedia. I mean, imagine Mary, you're traveling, you're nine months pregnant, you're having to do this, you're, you're ready to give birth to a child, then you get to Joseph's hometown, and Joseph didn't book a room. You know, when my kids were young, before you had cell phones, does anybody remember a time before cell phones? Before there was Expedia, all those things. Uh, we would leave for vacation at four o'clock, in the afternoon here from London, and we would just begin to drive, and we would drive straight through all the way to Florida. And when we got to Florida, I never booked a room. When we got to Florida, I would always just start driving up and down the strip, see hotels that I liked, and I would walk in and say, what's your best deal? 
And if I didn't like their deal, I'd say, well, I think I could get a better deal from that hotel. And that's a nicer hotel than yours, so you need to do something better. And for about five or six hours the first afternoon we got there, my kids would just sit in the car waiting for me to bicker and dicker and, and get the best room I could from somebody. For me, that was so much fun. But I can imagine Mary going, Joseph, you didn't even book a room. Don't you have a living relative here? What is your problem? And they had to spend the night in a stable. I mean, real, this really happened. I mean, pretty unpleasant stuff. And here they are. And sure enough, she's like, that's beautiful. We don't have a room, and here it is. Boom, my water broke. Here comes the baby. When your plans seem to be breaking down, God's plans are... That was kind of weak, wasn't it? You know, sometimes when it seems like your plans are breaking down, God's plans are... Yeah, come on. You need to hear that. Somebody needs to hear that. Mark chapter 10, 15 to 16, it says, Assuredly, I say to you, whoever does not... Oh, let me go back. <laughs> I, went, I went too fast. Did you see that? The king wants to kill your child. There's some more good news. There's some more good news. Christmas. Now, you gave birth to this baby. Now, suddenly, you know, here's the news. The king, the king, the, the monarch, the ruler of this world wants to kill your child. I mean, more nasty stuff. I mean, more challenges of the whole thing. It says, now when they had departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream saying, arise, take the young child and his mother and flee to Egypt, for Herod is seeking the young child to destroy him. What's really great, though, is I actually got it on my tie. I mean, I had to wear a suit today just because when you have a, a Christmas tie, you have to wear it, right? So the sermon is actually brought to you by my tie. So on my tie, you got the up at the top here, you got the shepherds came and visited. Now, that's good, wasn't it? Even imagine Mary, she's there. I can't. If I'm giving birth to the Son of God, you'd think that God Almighty would have had better plans than me doing this in a stable. You'd think that God Almighty would have planned ahead and we'd have had a room somewhere. But you know what God did? God provided some shepherds who showed up at the birth and said, hey, we just had an angelic choir announce your child's birth. We've come to worship him. And at least that was good, wasn't it? You know? But how many think that God's plan, it'd be better if we gave birth in a five-star hotel with the, the very best uh, attendants surrounding us. That would have been good. I mean, if it's God Almighty and I'm his chosen servant, favored by God to bring forth his son on the earth, a stable? Are you kidding me? How many think there might have been a little bit of wonder in the minds of these people about, is this how it's going to go down? Is this what serving God's purpose looks like? Well, thank God the shepherd showed up. But I'll tell you who else showed up. It was these other guys on my tie. If you get a close-up. It's, uh, it's the, the wise men. And we might think just wise men, a few guys on a couple camels just, you know, trotting over, following a star. But these were kings, and these would have been nobles. That they, where did they go to? They went to the king's house. They went to Herod's house, and they said, we've heard a king has been born, so we have come to honor you. We've come to, to bless you. We've come to give you incredible gifts, and we've come to make an alliance with you and honor you and favor you because the child born, he's going to be a great king. So if you're going to come and honor what you perceive and understand as a great king, you're not bringing a couple of little boxes like the nativity scenes show. You're bringing tractor trailer loads of blessing. 
And you know, if you're going to be told you got to flee to Egypt, you're going to have to take off. Herod's going to kill you. Thank God that just before you got that word, you got all the king's horses and all the king's men and all the resources of three kingdoms were given to you to ensure your safety as you travel to Egypt. Because you know, just when it looks like your plans are breaking down. I hope you say that a lot this Christmas. Say it a lot. Whenever you seem frustrated or it seems like this is just crazy, just say, God's plans are breaking through. Mark 10, 15 and 16, Assuredly, I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will by no means enter it. Wow, that's really strong, isn't it? Whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will by no means. There's no other means. There's no other way. There's no other avenue. There's no other path. There's no other way except that you receive the kingdom of God as a little child. Not, not childlike, not childish, but childlike. Not, don't be childish about it, but be childlike in this whole thing. And, I, and Christmas is so great for children, isn't it? I mean, I saw kids coming in today, and they're like, only, only five more days. Woo. I mean, they're all excited. I said, who cares? This is such a mess. This is such a train wreck of a Christmas. And they're, they're still caught up in the awe of it all. You know, don't let the messes around you lose the awe of how incredible it is to be a child of God and how amazing it is that God himself sent his son and he's invaded this world once and for all to demonstrate that he's united himself with us. You will by no means enter it. And he took them up in his arms. This one, they said, children, get away. Jesus said, don't bring them here. He took them up in his arms and he laid his hands on them and he blessed them. Christmas 2020 will deepen these two childlike qualities in my life. Christmas 2020 will deepen these two childlike qualities in my life. Number one, it's going to deepen my dependence. You know, my kids never seem to ask, are we going to eat today? Are we ever going to eat again, Dad? Will, will, will we be able? I mean, my kids just believed everything. They just, you know, my kids were like, just go to the machine, get some money. I'm like, well, you got to have money in there to get it out. But they're like, just get some money, Dad. Like, you could do anything. I mean, my, my kids had a childlike dependence that they knew that my father will provide for me all the time. And I just pray that in this difficult season, when, when things seem to have broken down, when plans seem to have changed, I just pray that in this season you would let dependence, just that, that act of dependence that says, Father, I completely trust you. Don't get anxious, don't fret, but let, let just a deepening of your trust and your dependence on God come into manifestation. The second thing I want to be deepened in my heart is a sense of wonder. I mean, when Cheryl read that passage, part of it was, his name shall be called Wonderful. That means it's full of wonders. And the word wow comes from, it's, it's a short form of wonder of wonders. Wow. And I do pray, I, I pray that you would expect that the Father is going to wow you through this season. Expect him to wow you every day. Expect him to wow you no matter what's going on in your world. Because you know what? When your plans seem to be breaking down, it's absolutely true. It's absolutely true. God's plan is breaking through. Luke 2, 10 and 11, it says, don't be afraid of... Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid for behold, behold, this is the angels. I mean, the earthly perspective, it all seemed, this is rough, but heaven lit up. Heaven lit up. The skies were lit with choirs of angels, and they're saying, don't be afraid for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. Aren't you glad this is to all people? Aren't you glad it's good news for all people? This will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior 
who is Christ the Lord. We didn't need a carpenter or a plumber. We didn't need a lawyer, didn't need a doctor. Mankind needed a savior, and God sent his own son to save the world. And we have a savior today, and he is Christ. Christmas, say Christmas. It comes from two words, Christ and Mass. Christmas means Christ, the anointing of God, has smeared mass. All of the physical creation has been smeared with the anointing of God. And he is once and for all manifest that I am transforming once and for all all that is created. And I'm bringing it back into its purpose for which I created. So Christmas is the absolute smearing of mass with the anointing. Powerful anointing. Wonderful anointing of Almighty God. All right, so we're going to have some more songs, and we're going to worship him, and we're going to light some candles. So uh, what we want you to do is there's, there's some candles. You can see back, and there's two sections of uh, candles lit back there. There's a section over here. There's a couple sections up here. But we don't want you to line up. Please don't line up. And, uh, you know, be aware of the people that are close to the little candle things. Don't, don't kind of line up. But take your turn, even one person. If there's a group, you don't all go. Just one person from your little group go and then help light each other's candles, okay? Because we're going to light our candles and we're going to worship him. And we're going to get excited about it because you know what? You know, even if your plans seem to be breaking down, God's plans are breaking through. Yes, let me get my candle. I'll slip out here. Uh, just your instructions, too, is uh, when, when you light your candle, you tip it in. And when you're lighting somebody else's candle, uh, don't, don't tip the lit candle. Let them tip the unlit candle into your candle. All right? So if, if you're ready, just take your turns. Go to one of those places and get your candle lit for your group, and that would be awesome. All right? Separate. 
Before you set the edge of time, foundations of the earth and sky, you saw it all, said that it was good. The joy was set before your eyes, you knew that you would give your life, you saw it all, said that it was good. His final breath, he tore the veil, the angel sang, holy is his name. Defeated death, he broke the grave, our hope returned, the lost are saved. We lift our voice, never ending praise.
God is with us. And that's such an amazing thing. You know, in Isaiah chapter 7, it says, let this be a sign to you that a virgin will give birth to a child. And that sign, if you go and read that, the sign was the total annihilation of every one of your enemies. The incarnation is a sign that God has forever united himself with his humanity. God has forever joined us. God has forever reconciled us. God is with us. And he is annihilated, he is removed, he has defeated every single enemy. That means sickness goes, it means poverty goes, it means all brokenness. Anything that does not manifest peace, anything that does not manifest peace has no legal right to touch you, to harm you, or be upon your life. Christmas is a declaration that God has moved into the neighborhood. His peace, his presence. I have good news of great joy until he was born this day as Savior. And he is Christ. And he is Lord. He is Lord. He is Lord of all. If you've never accepted that, I encourage you right now to say, I believe that. I receive that. I receive that he has come, that he has forgiven my sins, that he has delivered me, that he has set me free, that he separated me for everything that would harm me. It says his blessing. I hark the herald angels sing. It says his blessing. He has made his blessing known as far as the curse is found. So no matter where the curse is found, he has made his blessings known. So just receive that. Receive Jesus. Jesus, we receive you today. We receive you now as our Lord, as our Savior, as Christ the King. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Well, thank you so much for being a part of our candlelight service in this incredible season that we're in. We're going to sing you out with a wonderful song. And uh, after we sing this, we're going to carefully blow out our candles we're going to turn the lights on and then we're carefully going to leave you can put your candles in baskets as you go out the door make sure you sanitize before you go and give each other lots of space amen joy to the world hey if you haven't heard it already merry christmas and you haven't heard this already i want you to know this cheryl and i love you people so deeply we're so privileged and honored to serve such an amazing community. And from our family to yours, we pray that this would be just a really blessed season of wonder and awe. And we bless you in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Here we go, worship team. You're doing a good job, by the way. Really good. All right, come on. Here we go. Come on. Joy to the world!
Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. God bless you. Hey, I got a little commercial, though. I got a commercial. Right after Christmas, the first sermon is going to be how to prepare for the end of the world. I am not kidding. It really is. So next Sunday, if you need to know how, come, I'm going to tell you how to prepare for the end of the world. All right. Merry Christmas, everybody. God bless you.